Oh man, there's that Metro trailer. They got a fucking train. What? I want to be on the post-apocalyptic train, baby. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh my god. Metro Exodus. The newest game in the Metro series where they're on a fucking train. Is that the, uh, is that like a lead of Battle Angel but with a train? No, no big eyes here, good sir. <laughs> this is pure Russia. I don't, I don't know why, but now I'm picturing it like Polar Express and that's Tom Hanks. So it's like, is this like Alita? He's like, no, child, no Ooh. big eyes here. Come on in. This to- is the Polar Express. Get the fuck out. Ain't got no big eyes here. I'm, this is Tom Hanks. This is what I sound like. <laughs> no, I really like this. I'm digging this new experimental Tom Hanks voice. This is my new, da, 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 new Tom Hanks. No, it's T I M E, Tom Hanks. <laughs> I'm Tom Hanks! Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time! It's time, it's time for a load. And I'm talking about a load. A load of BS! That's right, a load of damn BS, the greatest show on the planet, featuring the two best damn men of all time, and I'm talking about he... The B to the L A K E. That's Rius Blake Tanner. And this motherfucker over here, Scott Cold Steve Moore. That's Scott Cold Steve Moore to you, some bitch. I went to a Stone Cold Creamer this weekend. I got me some ice cream and a stunner on top. Oh, uh, I did get some rolled ice cream this week. Have you ever had the roll? No shit. I just got rolled ice cream on su- Saturday. Oh, that's what I got. No, I got mine on Friday, I think. It's so good. It, I It's the most fun way I've ever enjoyed ice cream. But the one that I got was also served in a waffle cone, but the waffle cone was instead in the shape of a taco shell. So I had a taco ice cream experience because I went to Gatlinburg tennessee which i know when you hear that all that all you hear is oh good scotty brought me back moonshine that's that's all that i want from gatlinburg because the two things that i enjoy the most about being in the city of gatlinburg itself is the free booze tasting and the arcades whereas i don't so much enjoy the fact that it is Every Southern racist's vacation uh, getaway. Oh, we're gonna get into that when I get into my pitch. Don't you worry. But yeah, I think. Oh boy. I really think the addition of alcohol has physically changed something about Gatlinburg. Like it used to be like, oh, we can go in and get these fun little redneck trinkets. Like you know the they would used to be like a bald man's comb, and then it would have no teeth on it. That, yep. Now it's at a place where I swear to God, I found a shirt that I almost bought that said Gatlinburg, Tennessee, a small town with a big drinking problem. Yes. Yeah. Like the moonshineries have changed it. It's become something new. This is because I, someone somewhere in the history of Gatlinburg, like in the last 10 years when this started becoming a thing, must have realized, hmm. We can't sustain ourselves on, like, what's a little more than just carny attractions down a two-mile strip of road. Yep. But, uh... <laughs> Where's the booze? And, uh, we did something that we haven't done since my first trip to Gatlinburg since drinking, and that is buy so much liquor, Blake. 
Blake, we've bought so much. Oh yes. Do you want to? Do you want to read the list that you sent me before we started recording? Because I, mean, I think it needs to be read. Okay. Because well, in addition to the list I sent you, they also had something, and I, I'm going to spoil one of the presents I purchased for you. Okay. <laughs> because they. At the Old Smoky, which, by the way, I need to get out the stickers to put on, like, I'm going to make this back wall like a promotional thing where we just put on things we like, and the Old Smoky Moonshine is going to go right there. And I got a free sticker because of that. But, yeah. But the Old Smoky Moonshinery has moonshine pickles, which I thought was, oh. like, pickle juice-flavored moonshine. No. Oh. These are a tu- a mason jar of pickles. God, yes. <laughs> that are brined in shine, baby. Mama, please. <laughs> so I'm coming, Elizabeth. What's bad is when I saw it, I was like, well, I have to get... Bla- I already bought you root beer whiskey, but then I saw that and I'm like, well, fuck, I have to buy Blake that. And then at the little tasting table where they put out too much alcohol for you they get oh the tasting tables can i just segue <laughs> they're the best thing because the dude's like oh yeah overall you'll probably just have about one shot of whiskey no. at your full tasting no. but you do not no also the people who do it are amazing like when we went to the whiskey distillery the guy who did it there was just like i worked for reagan i traveled the world i like, he saw Emily with her big old pregnant belly, and he was like, I could deliver that baby. I delivered 150 babies in Africa. And I'm like, okay, buddy. <laughs> and then my favorite was the la- Okay, also, by the way, the pickles are delicious. That's what I was trying to say earlier when I was bringing up oh, the tasting. Yes. Um, but, no, the lady we had later that night. You ever have one of those people that's a slow burn? Where at first you're like, this person sucks at their job, but then you realize that's their character. It's what they've created for themselves. Just imagine, like, a any woman they get after a hurricane strikes for the news. And that was this woman. Like, when she delivered the pickles, she was just no. like, I tell y'all right now, these pickles are the some of the best pickles you ever eat in your life. The only difference is they're alcoholic, just like me. <laughs> that was her legit cadence through everything. She was amazing. <laughs> That's how you sell some fucking pickles, dude. Yeah. So, in addition to the list I'm about to read, also pickles, um, salted caramel, maple, and amaretto whiskey, which, uh, to spoil the next segment, we are going to discuss what we're drinking this week, and one of my beverages does involve the amaretto, uh, peppermint cream, chocolate hazelnut, coffee, and butter pecan cream liqueur. Because they do that for some reason. Then strawberry margarita. It's like strawberry mango margarita. It tastes like candy. Chocolate chili. Peppermint bark moonshine. And like some other shit. Like it's so much that I've forgotten at this point, Blake. Oh, I need some more of that based compared to what I have right now. Oh, and also also I have root beer whiskey for my boy. Um, yes, but yep, my good stuff. Lucky T, I'll start it off, but what you drinking this week? Um, I made two beverages because mm-hmm. I, yep. I knew I wouldn't last. Um, so the first one, I took that chocolate hazelnut cream liqueur, 
And I just mm-hmm. popped it in some chocolate milk, and it's the best shit I've ever had in my life. That actually sounds super delicious. It's very, very good. And then I also took some sweet tea and put some amaretto whiskey in it. So I'm... Actually, hold on. Let me get a taste test on that, because... Okay, okay. I haven't tasted that yet. Either all of the liquor is at the... It's also a lot of sweet tea, so maybe I just didn't put enough. But either the liquor's all at the bottom and just settled... Or that's just a nice, refreshing glass of sweet tea. <laughs> All right, that's All very, right. All right. very nice. Um, so what'd you bring to the table, Scotty? Do you remember the limoncello debacle come from uh, late last year in 2018? I feel like your limoncello was good. Didn't you enjoy your limoncello? It went through a lot of stages of being bad until it was decent. Okay, okay, okay. I found a way to mix it that made it really great, which was a lot of sweet tea. Okay. Um, I tried to do a second batch of that, but I also tried to do it more or less the same, using the same process of peeling the lemons. Okay. But it was still super bitter when I actually tried the uh, liquor, and I left the Everclear for about six weeks, eight weeks now, I think. Yeah. And um, I tried it. It was still just as bitter as the first time, so I resolved that that batch would just end up the same. I thought I was going to throw it out, but then I decided, no. Fuck it. (laughs) Fuck it. And so I took two ounces of that sin, that lemon-flavored sin. So you have some lemon pledge in a cup right now, is what you're telling me. Hey, you joke. (laughs) <laughs> Bubba, that's what this smells like. It smells like Mr. Clean is about to jump out of this cup and strangle me. <laughs> He's come. I'm a coming for you, Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, now you're gonna drink too much. The best part is, though, if I make myself sick, I can use the rest of the Everclear to clean it off <laughs> the ground. Clean up the vomit. See, with me, yeah. with me, the reason why I'm double-fisting beverages tonight is because I'm trying to get back on my health kick, which means that I have, like... which I want people at home to really make a <laughs> compilation of the times I've done this. But I'm trying to get on my health kick, which means my only time where I can be unhealthy is during BS, which is essentially sin the show. And so, <laughs> so instead of instead of a cheat day, you get an hour's worth of cheating, more or less. Yeah, I, I get an hour cheat, and it's mostly gonna be liquor and <sighs> chocolate milk based. Yep. So to to finish up mine, I had some really nice like cranberry raspberry juice okay. that um I enjoyed, but I I had a little bit left of it, so I poured this glass just about full. I poured two ounces of um lemon pledge into this. And we're going to see what happens. Okay, wait, it was Lemon Pledge. Because I haven't and, tasted it yet. It was Lemon Pledge and what? Uh, Cranberry and raspberry juice mixed okay, together. That, like, that shouldn't be too bad. You'll be fine. It's opaque. What? The liquid. What? Uh-huh. It, it looks like I just put a paintbrush in it and stirred it around. Is that from the, is that from the, the Lemon Pledge? Yes. Oh, no! Alright, here we go. Okay, bottoms up, baby! Hmm. 
Hey, look at you. That's not... Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> yeah, there's that bitter. Mm-hmm. It's just so fucking bitter. Oh, it's... Oh, it's horribly bitter. Okay. Oh, I get so fucking bit off. I'm just over here enjoying my Nutella liquor beverage. Oh, the bitterness. I... I need a Dr. Pepper. I, I got ahead of backup Dr. Pepper. Oh, I thought that was a can of beer and you were lying to me earlier when you said you didn't have anything to drink. No. The only other thing I have is the pool of... Like the small pool of whiskey left in the decanter that I need to look at and remind myself why I can't have it out in the open. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so back to Tennessee because my pitch this week does revolve around Tennessee and I've got two different options where we can take this. But I, mm-hmm. I did realize that Tennessee is slowly, and I guess it has a few things. To, one, it has to do with the addition of alcohol, and also has to do with the election of a certain government individual. Uh-huh. I, uh-huh. And I'm starting to believe that, I'm going to say East, East Tennessee, not West where Nashville is. But at least East Tennessee is kind of becoming the movie Get Out. Because... <laughs> well, there's not much big in East Tennessee. Chattanooga's fine. Chattanooga's pretty cool. We stopped in Chattanooga and went to their mall. But yeah, like, we had a good time at uh, Smoky Mountain Brewery, like, enjoying some time with the people that were there, hanging out with us, trying all of these different kinds of moonshines. And we're just sitting in line to check out. And then from behind, I can just hear, man, I don't understand. They're giving me shit because I actually support Trump. And I can't even say stuff like that now. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. What stuff are you saying? Oh, no. And, like, it, it just kept being pro-Trump, pro-Trump. Like, you could walk into stores and see a lot of pro-Trump memorabilia. And I'm sitting here just like gripping my hands because I'm like doing it for the shine doing it for the shine baby okay I want to say one thing before we start this pitch out yeah yeah I do not want this to turn into a political thing because I have to stress about that during the whole rest of the week and BS is kind of like my hour cheat week away from politics oh okay okay so we'll then we'll go a different direction because one of the directions was essentially making get out except it's in Tennessee. Now, I could do that yeah. as long as we don't talk about Orange Overlord asshole yeah. that much. Oh, man. Also, there was, a, there was a guy in, you know those dip places that I've talked about before where you go in <laughs> and you just yes. get to sample. This was, imagine an old coot. When I say the word old coot, <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Like the hat that looks almost like a wizard's hat, but isn't. He's got that, a gray beard, a breathing tube. That was weird. Oh, and the whole time he's just like, the world's ending. I'm telling y'all, the world is over. You just hope he's coming back to save us. And I'm like... I want to leave now. I'm so uncomfortable. Yes. But, no, the idea that I had, and this is going to come from out of the blue, it's a dating game, but you're dating all of the southern eastern states. 
Oh no! Okay, okay. Mostly because I want us. I want to know what your opinion is of these states and how well they align with mine. Okay, I like this idea. I like this idea of us just kind of like shitting on states. Yeah, let's just throw some shade at the southeast because um, I believe that we are too. We're very not so world weary, but we're quite weary of the southeast. We're very qualified. Like you know that thing, yep. that thing of just like, hey, look, I'm allowed to talk shit about my little brother, but you can't. That's how we are with the southeast. We're like, no, you can't do this. You can't say shit about the southeast. That is my place, That's my house. Okay, so I guess we can start with Tennessee, who I kind of think is just like a sweet southern belle. And so... it's. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Tennessee is the, um, I guess, like a, a cheerleader mm-hmm. type that's, um, you know, very popular during high school and tried to keep up but couldn't really keep the grades during college. So Tennessee ended up just kind of... Uh, piddling out you know well no here's what i like about this is obviously you have to go with multiple dates to figure out who you want first two dates with tennessee amazing amazing dates Mm. they're so sweet then that third one comes around and you're like oh i like that jacket what's on the back of it Uh, is that the rebel flag Uh, oh Oh. what are you doing with that what's what and then she's um no i don't want to say she but tennessee um, Tennessee, they're more like, uh, well, yeah, it's my cultural heritage. <laughs> I'm just saying she's the only 10 I see until that third date where she's just like, don't tread on me. Oh, or could. And then you tread very far away. Or could it be that, uh, you're like going out on an athletic thing with her. And so she has to put her hair up. So she's got her hair in a ponytail. And to keep all her hair in place, she's wearing a certain red baseball cap with some phrasing on top of it. Uh, which I know you, you, I know you don't want to talk about the scary orange man with the weird hair. He's not scary. He's just stupid. Um, I did find a Trump 2020 Keep America Great hat. Yes, I've seen I've seen them popping up. I saw my first Trump 2020 bumper sticker a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago. And my personal favorite Trump member. I don't even know if this is memorabilia. It is also kind of a dick move. You know the cotton candy that they make now, like the uh, luxury cotton candy that's like bubblegum flavored or bacon yeah. flavored there was one that was just trump's hair and it was some yellow cotton candy in a container <laughs> i would fucking buy that okay uh let's move on to so we got tennessee pretty well settled out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. should we i think we should save our home and native state for last yes but let's let's go to i want to go to her neighbor Okay. Mississippi. <laughs> mm-hmm, that neighbor. The worst neighbor. The one that, surprisingly enough, 49th in education. Are we 50th? We are not 50th. New Mexico is 50th. What? Really? I wouldn't have put that on yep. them, but okay. Um, interestingly enough, but still... There's a reason that we in Alabama have the phrase, thank God for Mississippi. Mississippi is the friend that Alabama keeps, like, right next to them, because 
it makes Alabama look so much better than they actually are. I like the idea of Alabama. I guess, fuck it. If we're going to go this, Alabama is like an athlete. I like the idea of Alabama being an athlete and is very... I mean, that that would track. Yeah, and is like very proud of her athletic accomplishments. But <laughs> kind of falls short everywhere else. Is, exactly. Do we have another redeeming feature we can do? Like, oh, also she wants to be an astronaut when she grows up. Well, no, that's the one thing about Alabama great athlete. Also really smart when it comes to rocket science. Very good at rocket science and doctoring. That's Uh it. She wants to be a rocket surgeon. (laughs) Hello, Alabama. I don't know. My rocket's not doing too well. It's been bleeding oil all night. I I think it's not going to make it. Can you come down, Alabama? I need your help. I just need you to know you've now given Mississippi a voice, and that frightens me. (laughs) Hey, Bama, how you doing? It's your old friend, Mississippi. Hey, Alabama, how you doing? It's been a while since I heard from you. I just want to make sure you're doing all right. I know things didn't work out so well at the rocket farm last (laughs) week, so I just want to... The old rocket farm. Um, I know you had to put down 20 head of rockets. (laughs) 20 head of rockets! Okay, okay. So we got Bama pretty well. We got Bama like that, because we're like, we know her. Uh Um... What is, what's Mrs. Cause like, I like that idea that Mississippi and Alabama are friends, but Alabama doesn't really mm-hmm. like Mississippi. What's Mississippi's main thing? Well, I don't know. I'm just a good old Southern girl, Mississippi. I just kind of sit around and have fun with my friends and, you know, I'm just looking for the gym to, the gym to my Pam. Uh, fuck no, they do not understand that reference. I can, um, I'm- Scotty, do you know how many, how many Tinder profiles around me have that same, like, sentence? I'm looking for the gym to my Pam. Everybody understands that one reference from the office, even if they don't know if it's from the office. No, 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 no. But this is, that's Alabama. This is Mississippi. She's just like, I'm looking for the cream to my corn. I want you to come in and take care of me, baby. I want you to butter me up. She's always got, always got dip in her mouth. Owns a lot of guns. Like, first date. Here's how it is. Like, you know how in Stardew Valley... You have, like, certain things that characters like. Like, like oh, if you bring this one mm-hmm. character a pizza, she'll love you more. This one character only responds to guns and dip. And that's it. And she works at a casino. She works at a casino. No, no, no. Her dad is addicted to gambling. Her... Oh, God. Um, so, I like that. But she's still a little bit sweet, but kind of scary at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, with those two down, what would that make Georgia? Oh. Our much more successful older brother. <laughs> or sister. Our much more successful o- older sibling. Do we want to base Georgia off of Atlanta or the rest of Georgia? Because that's going to give us two wildly different outcomes. I think it's like... Georgia was just like Alabama and a little bit like Mississippi, 
until they got like except that what would it hold on wait also they're mixed race (laughs) that's the one thing that sets them apart as well definitely yep there's a okay so we got that population wise settled out what would atlanta be like if you were to take the equivalent of atlanta getting a big airport yeah instead of birmingham to a person atlanta went away and became a pilot no, no, I don't think it's that she became a pilot. I think that she's just become a star. She's like, she's like a, she is oh. a YouTube celebrity known for her covers of modern music. Oh, I like this, except she does all the covers as like, um, country covers of pop music. Yeah, it's country covers. But, wait, surprisingly enough, she drops some hot fucking hip-hop albums. Well, no, I was gonna say country covers of rap hits. So, like, the mm. background beat is still country music, but she's fucking blowing all over. All of them. And the story would be that you gotta get through Atlanta's, um, signif- or you gotta get through Georgia's significant other Atlanta, who is a big hip-hop head. Well, no, no, no. I like the idea that, because she's a famous YouTube celebrity, it's hard to get to her, so it's kind of like all that Atlanta traffic. It just takes a <laughs> while for you to get to her. You gotta work through a lot of people to get to them. Mm-hmm. But she lives on William Street. She does live on William Street, and her dad is Space yep. Ghost. <laughs> Um, now, really quickly, would South Carolina just be, like, the nice the nice girl that you meet until you find out that she's really crazy and tries to run you over with her car? I know little to nothing about South and North Carolina, so they're definitely twins in <laughs> this yep. world. Um, does there need to be any other character trait other than they're twins and just kind of classical Southern girls? No, that's fine. They're close enough to the border, though, that they have a little bit of the... A little bit of both worlds, but no, still definitely Southern girls. Do we want to talk about you know who? Flo in this family of states that are south of the Mason Dixon line. Are you talking about a state that I inhabited for a while, or a different state? Um, I don't know. You know, I just you know, I just want to I just want to throw it out there that the. The Swamp Child is called. The Swamp Child? No, that's from fucking Louisiana. That's Louisiana is the Swamp Child. No, Louisiana is the jazz head that you just love to hang out with. No, no. Everyone makes fun of her for being a Swamp Child. Because she lives in a swamp. No. But... And she also knows how to party. She knows how to party, and she loves jazz, and she's really kind of just cool and smooth with everything, and also her grandma does voodoo. (laughs) We don't talk about it that much, but it's just like, she's just like, oh, well, I mean, you can come over to the house later, but grandma's gonna be doing some weird incantations in the back room. You just gotta have to ignore that. Well, maybe we don't have to. I'll tell you a little bit more about it. Yeah, yeah. So... I teach you how to do voodoo like I, I do. I do voodoo like you do. <laughs> that's actually, that's the grandma when you first meet her. Oh, 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 I like the idea that you can use the grandma to get, like, po- love potions and stuff, and you could use it on any of the girls. <clears throat> oh. But it could backfire. Is this... Mm. So have we just... Have we turned this into, like, one of those... 
Flash game dating simulators. Oh now. yeah, that's legit. This is daddy. This is dream daddy, but dream uh, south. Dream south. Um. So all of these interactions you can use to get to other states. So maybe like if you really wanted to get with Alabama, you'd have to go through Mississippi. Yeah, you would have to go through, or like Mississippi's like a bodyguard of sorts to mm-hmm. Alabama, and you can either choose to try to get around her, or you could try to just seduce Mississippi and get with her. But do you remember that game that came out in like early 2018 that was like really heavily panned called House Party? Oh, it's so good, though. It, it's, it's so good in how horrible it is. This is what we're doing with states. It's so good, dude. I, dude, dude, it's so good, dude. They came out with a small sequel. Oh, really? Yeah. Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, no. Oh, shit! Has the fucking... Sorry, completely off topic. But has the um, new Big Mouth special dropped? Because I need to watch that now. I don't know if it has or not. Well, um, but Blake, we do, uh, we have forgotten the state. We brought her up yes. for a minute. And then we mm-hmm. started talking. We were just holding off. And it's the good, good state of Florida. Firstly, she's... Florida. Florida. Firstly, she's underage. I'm just gonna throw that one in there. Jesus Christ, <laughs> no, I can't. No, no, no. No, we are already going to jail. I know, that's the thing. Your character don't realize that. But she's underage, but she's broke into the... Don't, not my character. She, nope, my character's already quit the game. Your character... No, she's broken into high school and is trying to act like an adult kid. She's also on heroin and smack. Hey, Scotty, you do realize that high school is mostly underage, right? Well, no, by the rule of the... Oh, shit, is there a name for that law where it's like you take your age plus two... Your age minus eight. Yeah, but it's not a real law, dog. <laughs> it's not. It's not real, though. You go to. You still go to jail. You still go to jail. Okay. No. Okay. The not under. You still become someone else's dating sim in jail. <laughs> Hold on. That's next week's episode. We can't do that one yet. No, she's. Uh, okay, she's in middle school. How about that? But she looks adult. So. Oh God. And she's on heroin. <laughs> Is she also half alligator? Can we just do something? <laughs> just uh, do something to stop disparaging the good state of Florida. She also likes Mickey Mouse. <laughs> That's the other thing. I, I can't believe Alright, no, this is how this segment she's, ends. She's addicted to heroin, underage, loves Mickey Mouse, and keeps a pet alligator named Peavis with her at all times. And if, uh-huh. if your character missteps, A, either going to jail, or gets eaten by Peavis. That's too, that's... If your character so much as looks in their general direction, you go to jail. Yeah. In real life. It's not your character. The FBI is all shit. They're at the door They're right now. They're coming for me. I'm just saying, worst possible ending is if Peavis gets you in his mighty claws, he'll destroy you. Well, no, he only... If we're doing, like, dating game um, laws, then he only gets you in the dick. Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we've got the game. We've got the states. What's it called? Gotta have a name for this baby. Southern Pride Dating Sim. <laughs> no, Rebel Pride Dating Sim. Rebel Pride. 
Um, you actually have a, there's a secret ending where you can get with, uh, Puerto Rico. You can get with Puerto Rico. That's actually, no, 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 here's the fun one. Puerto Rico is actually Florida the whole time. They just never, they never acknowledge it. Well, this got problematic pretty damn quickly. Blake, would you like to go beg for money? Um, I want to go beg for my freedom Let's first. Let's go to the shill station, baby! Ding, ding! So, Blake Tanner, do you hear what I'm doing right now? Intensely discussing everything that's happening. Talking about Blake Tanner looking to the camera. As his earphone dangles lazily out of his ear. Do you wish that I'd kept doing this? No. <laughs> Do you wish that I kept doing this in some sort of book format? Oh. Maybe? Maybe? Well, if you would, and like to hear voices other than mine, go to audibletrial.com slash bsnetwork. You get a free 30-day trial of Audible. Gets you access to over hundreds of thousands of audiobooks, including mine. So you get to hear my lovely voice tell you some stories of gods and devils. Little devils. Little devil dream cakes. Little devil dream cakes. And it's all available to you at audibletrial.com slash bsnetwork. But Blake, Blake, what if they just want to give us money? Did you ever think of that? If you, what if, you mean if they just kind of like what we're doing and they just want to give us directly, like just shower us, shower with, us in gold, like pennies. Shower us in like gold, like some sort of golden... Or- Shower? (laughs) They heard that last segment and were like, oh, underage kids from Florida? Yes, let's do this. Jesus Christ. Stop. Give us a hundred pennies a month. (laughs) Give us one hundred pennies a month. I know it sounds like a lot of pennies, but if you give us the piece of paper that equals a hundred pennies, if all the people that listen to this show gave a hundred pennies... We would actually probably be making less money than we are right now on Patreon.com slash a load of BS. What's that website, Blake? Tell me about it. Um, if you don't know what Patreon is, then I can't, I literally can't help you. It's a place where you help support people who make great things and who put their great things up for people to support them. It's kind of some circular shit going on. And there are some people that make some not great things and put it on Patreon, like yep. us. That's right, because yep. you get access to our exclusive Discord if you donate, which is amazing. Our, our Dixcord. The Dixcord. You get at, you get shouted out on the show of your choice, like the Patreon Saint Deborah Moore, like Scott Moore. They donate, join them, and then, of course, Blake, the greatest show in all of existence, called You Paid For This. Which is essentially just a Rift Tracks Mystery Science Theater 3000 style show where you sync up me and Blake Tanner to just the fucking worst films of all time. And we commentate and help guide you through the... It's kind of like a guided relaxation through terrible film. Sometimes it's the best worst films. And sometimes it's Larry the Cable Guy Health Inspector. 
Stop. <laughs> Get her down! The only one we have out right now, but we are working towards our second. Oh, that's gonna be that's gonna be nothing but trouble. I tell you that right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, we have recorded nothing but trouble by the time this no, goes out. No, we will have not. It's okay. Okay. Thank God we get to put it off for another week. And of course, in addition to all that, if you'd like to support us and get some sweet swiggity swag out of it, go to merch.aloadofpurebs.com, ladies and gentlemen. That's where you can get merch for all your favorite shows from fun fiction to fight boys. And of course, Load of BS has some merch over there as well. I should make us a, I should have made a Valentine's shirt, but I didn't. Cause I was. Oh yeah. You should have also, um, oh shit. We didn't do a Valentine's episode this year. I mean, hey guys, you like? Wait, we did we did just do a dating sim, didn't oh, we? Oh, that's Valentine's. We did it. We did it. Yes. <laughs> I do enjoy the fact that keeping in true BS holiday tradition, we're doing the Valentine episode a week late. So we're we nailing all, well, it so far. We're keeping it there, and mine might not have anything to do with Valentine's unless we want it to. It, it can, possibly. Uh, but also buy, buy shit at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. So enjoy mm-hmm. that, ladies and gentlemen. So, Blakey T, we've traveled the entire southeast. And I wish I could forget about it. Only, like, one state. Everyone. La- <laughs> Only one state oh. and one... What is Puerto Rico? A municipality? Hmm. Good God! Okay, for the people listening, our audio listeners, Blake is just chugging from a gallon of, I'm gonna assume water and pray it's not grain alcohol. No. You know how much that, that would probably cost like a hundred bucks worth of grain alcohol to do a gallon. Yeah. Anyway, I was just trying to... Anyway, it was a gallon of grain alcohol. I had a good paycheck last week. I'm, that would kill me. I, I'm. I've got like two shots of this stuff in here. Yeah. I've got maybe through half of it, and it's affecting. Um. Yeah. Remember what I was saying about this sweet tea not having much kick to it? It's kicking me a little bit, like it's kicking like a baby. Um. So we've discussed my show. We've discussed yep. Rebel Daddies or whatever. So what? Rebel Daddies. <laughs> Rebel Daddies. Fuck. Okay, everyone, go back to that last segment, and every time we say girl, imagine we said guy, because it's now definitely called Rebel Daddies. Alright, but anyway, our, my next pitch for this week, I was struggling uh, to think of something that the world hasn't seen recently, because in this continual world of reboots and rehashes, it feels like the the same, the same stuff's happening again and again, no matter how much I've liked it, and... Yeah. I was thinking about that with the release, or with the announcement of the fourth Toy Story movie recently. That's been out for a while, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep with you. Well, no, they they showed the first, like, posters and teasing, like, promotional stuff for it oh, yeah, a yeah. couple weeks ago. Um, and I, re- I realized that I haven't seen a good old inanimate thing turns into a living thing in a while that's not been a reboot or sausage party which is i think a little i want to kind of try to make a show or a movie where we have inanimate objects that kind of meets a middle ground between the fun and really wholesome experience of toy story versus the 
sheer amount of buckwild bullshit that happens in Sausage Party. Okay, so what you're proposing is the film Food Fight. That's what you're asking us to create right now is Food Fight. I know, because you know what? They already did Food Fight, yeah. Scotty. We need to make our own thing. We need to come up with something that hasn't been turned into inanimate animate objects before and I was really struggling to think about it, but l- tell me how this idea suits your fancy. Houses come to life. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's- I I mean, I'm trying my best to be that good, good improv partner who's got a yes and everything, but... Houses come to life. <laughs> okay. I just- the houses talk to each other. I was saying with like toys. Scotty, the houses talk to each other. <laughs> okay, so the houses go through their own life stuff, and then one of the houses gets put up on cinder blocks because the owners are trying to move it away, and the other houses don't <laughs> want to move it away, and then they're just so sad because their friend is gone. But <laughs> and then old man Carruthers' house, he gets so angry. He gets so angry at the loss of the other house that he turns into the air conditioner, the air conditioner from the Brave Little Toaster, and he sets himself on fire. What the fuck? (laughs) Do you remember the Brave Little Toaster? The air conditioner that coughed himself to death? Jesus Christ. I'm just saying with, like, Toy Story... And car, my, my original thing was going to be like, oh, these are things where, like, you look at them and you're like, I wonder if they could think, what would they say? Now my main thing is, they can fucking move. <laughs> they got ways of moving, Blake. They got mm-hmm. legs, or in Car's case, wheels. House ain't got shit. This is like trees. This is like if we made a movie about trees that move. I mean, that's the second Lord of the Rings movie, it, but okay. It is, though. Okay. <laughs> How do... All right. Okay, this is... if I'm willing to go with you on this house adventure, <laughs> but I need you to teach me how house move. How to house move, Blake? Well, Scotty, the same way that car get face... <laughs> the same way that toy, that toy come to life. Okay. It doesn't fucking matter. They just do it. I'm, I'm sorry, when you saw Toy Story, were you like, those toys can't fucking come to life? No, 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 no. They're made no. of plastic. Okay, look, Mr. Limoncello, calm your shit. <laughs> I'm saying, look at Woody. Woody got legs. I know what legs do. Legs make move. That's all it takes. I know he comes to life. It's fucking magic. There's a ghost in him, and he moves. Cars. He gets face. Car already looks like it has face. Car has movement. Car works. Car, car ain't got no eyes, though. How do... Car ain't got no eyes. The headlights... Car got headlights. The headlights, headlights look ain't like eyes. eyes. Headlights ain't eyes, boy. <laughs> do, do your eyes light up? You're turning into Tom Hanks. You're like, <laughs> hey, I right now. Car ain't got headlights, ain't got no eyes. I tell you what. You tell me houses don't have wheels? You leaving trailers out of this? Okay, that's what I was about to say. Can we make a proposal, which is that it's only mobile homes and not actual houses? Unless I actually think that we need to go further in that direction, more like a cars, because humanity is obviously extinct at this point. That... Now it's just cars, though. Now that's it's true. just cars. Maybe it's a housing development where all of the people 
like, you know, when the bubble burst. Yeah. All these houses remained unfinished, or nobody ever moved into them. It's just a neighborhood of houses. They never got anyone to live in them. Okay. I know that you wanted to kind of find that midway point between the wholesomeness of uh, the good, good Larry the Cable Guy hit mm-hmm. film Cars mm-hmm. and Sausage mm-hmm. Party. Can we go pe- beyond Sausage Party into a horror film? A- oh, I was. I thought you just wanted to see houses fuck. No, no, I don't want to see houses fuck. I don't want to see uh, houses. I want to see one house, and this one house is evil and eats people. Scotty, is this? That's literally Monster House. What is that? The plot? I thought that was all about. I thought that was like. Um, fucking house party, but instead of people, it was all goofy, googie monsters. No, Monster House is literally a house that actually eats people. Oh, shit. Okay, so we can't do my thing. How do we get house to move? (laughs) I just think the houses can sprout fucking legs. No, there's still people in them. The people are... The beauty of cars cars is there's no humans because they're extinct. Toy Story, it's Andy's not there, so they're able to do it without the witnessing of a human. House gotta be seen. Houses are gonna be seen if they crank up and start walking around. I don't think so. <laughs> what if, what if house become, house become human? What if house just become, what if it's a real food fight situation and the house just becomes human at the end of the night? And it's teaching us about all the things our homes do for us that we don't get to see. Like, house become human at the end of the night. So, like, house turns into human and crushes all humans inside? (laughs) No, it's like, you know, food fight. I'm sorry, you just want to add logic into this situation, (laughs) so I'm I'm adding it in. I'm doing what you want. (laughs) I'm saying in food fight, there's main... There's the main real world that we all live in, but then there's also Food Photopolis, or whatever it's called, where instead of it looking like a supermarket, it's like a big city. So this- So what you're saying is the houses also exist on an extra-dimensional plane where they can interact with each other. Oh, I like- I don't know why I'm turning yeah. into Kramer now. I'm like, I like what you're saying, Jerry. I like uh, yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Okay. So now ghost houses. Ghost house. That dead houses. Dead ghost houses, but they're possessed by the spirit of the grandfather of the people living there, assuming... The spirit of radio. The spirit of radio! (laughs) And it's basically... Okay, here's the plot. After eight minutes of us trying to figure out how the fuck this film's gonna work. Grandpa dies. It's now Grandpa's job to take over as the as the new home. Wait, holy shit! What? You die? You have to become the house? Yo, that's what it is. You die. You continue protecting your family as their home. So, <laughs> I, I just picture Grandpa being like this really religious guy, and as he dies, he's just like, "Wait, what?" Wait, this is what happens? Oh, no. And so, 
Also, for some reason, I like the idea that after you die, you take the form of when you were most beautiful. And so it's now <laughs> he, he's now just like a handsome boy. Uh, it's like Alec Baldwin. Wait, no, <laughs> no. So wait, you're saying that this is going to start out with a, a little, um, a little up kind of like two minute intro showing the man at different stages in his life because we have to know that he looks like that at some point. No, no, it's a real Beetlejuice situation, dog. Like he's going out to get the mail one day and gets hit by a milk truck. <laughs> And then, like, we can see his picture on the walls of the house. And so, then he goes, and, like, at night, above the houses, the ghosts float up. And he's just like, wait, what am I doing here? What's going on? They're like, you have to keep protecting your family like we do. And he doesn't understand how to be a house yet. So they have to teach him how to be a house. (sighs) Oh, shit, this could explain, like, have you ever been in a house? Well, I mean, I guess your house right now is an example. Yes. Real creaky and, like, kind of seems like there's ghosts in it and it's, like, nasty and old. That's a bad ghost you got. That's the explanation. I don't I don't know if it's a bad ghost, it's just kind of a shitty ghost. Yeah, well that's what I mean. He's a shit he's bad at his job of protecting you and your home. And that's how that it sounds about right for the person that died in this house. Yes, it does. Yeah, and so after that, we then get a montage of him learning how to be good house, but also he fails at his job one too many times and like, I don't know, take the wheel. I'm going to take the wheel, Blake. Where's it going? Um, His family's house catches on fire. Grandpa fucks up. Okay, Grandpa fucks up. Mm-hmm. And then... House catches on fire. House catches on fire. Family, like, he fucks up because he's, like, not there. He's not being the spirit of his house because he learns that there's different stuff that he can do in the afterlife, too. So he's at the ghost titty bar. <laughs> the house catches on fire. I didn't play. say that, but yeah. And he's he arrives just in time to actually save his family? What if there's an evil one? who comes around and possesses the ghost house when the main ghost host isn't there. Oh, so you... Oh, boy. I feel like we could do a, a Haunted Mansion tie-in now with you saying ghost host. Well, no, I like the idea that it's like there's a ghost realtor. Like a ghost realtor who shows up and tries to take you down. Did... Well, no, wait. Instead of a ghost realtor... Why don't we just reboot Beetlejuice? So, okay, so... <laughs> so, you know when I started this pitch, I said I was getting tired of reboots? <laughs> we're just gonna, <laughs> we're just gonna reboot Beetlejuice! Fuck all this house bullshit! <laughs> well, no, it's the same house bullshit. It's just, it's just new Beetlejuice. Okay, okay, okay. So, it's just new Beetlejuice. And he's the, he's the realtor of the houses is Beetlejuice. Yep. We've said his name enough times, right? <laughs> yeah, you should be here soon enough. Don't worry. <laughs> so what do we call this one? Beetlejuice 2 Property Brothers? Uh, Beetlejuice House Party. Beetlejuice House Party! Yes! Yeah. And, um... The, okay, so I guess the Alec Baldwin thing I said earlier definitely is a good tie-in. <laughs> um... Yeah, so I I guess he's like 
those two have to make an appearance at some point because I like to think mm-hmm. they were the ones who invented the concept of protecting humans in the afterlife like they do with the Dietzes. Yeah. So that's what it is, is apparently they're not sentient houses. They're just like your ghost ghost protector, and Grandpa becomes a ghost protector at the end. But at some point, they can kind of, like, possess the houses. Yeah. To just to do things within the houses. Well, it's a matter of, like, if they see a fire up here and no one's at home, they can jump in and put out the fire somehow. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing. A lot of people think that, um... The water, the fucking, uh, oh shit, the sprinkler systems are activated by smoke. No, it's ghosts. It's just ghosts. It's ghosts. They, they pay those ghosts, like the office building ghosts, a lot of money. A lot of ghost bucks. All the ghost bucks, baby. Okay. But that's also why, like, sprinkler water is, like, black and disgusting. Because it's ghost water. I didn't know about this. What? How? Yeah. What? When a sprinkler system is installed, like, think about how long a building has been there versus how many times a fire has actually occurred in that building. Once a sprinkler system is installed, there's water that's sitting in that sprinkler the entire time. I thought it was just, like, set up with the water department, like, set into the same stuff that your toilet water comes out of. No, it it is, but it's just that, like, the whole thing is always filled up to the point where the sprinklers can activate at any time. Oh, that's so bad. Okay, well... If you watch videos of, like, sprinklers going off, you can see the initial, like, spray of black water. That's... And that's Grandpa now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, black water, keep on rolling, Mississippi moon, won't you keep on shining on... (laughs) Hold on! I'm gonna have to turn the sprinklers on! No! Wait! I just figured out the second (laughs) half of the film! Because, Blake, as much as you want this to be a Beetlejuice situation, and it is going to be, Beetlejuice is trying to... Okay, Beetlejuice is trying to get the family out of the house so he can sell it to ghosts so they can move in. Right. But, he's trapped Grandpa in the house itself. So yeah, you can possess it voluntarily, but you can also be thrown in there and trapped. So now Grandpa is house. And the film is called Beetlejuice House Party Grandpa House now. Grandpa House. Grandpa House. And the second half of the film is him trying to chase away Beetlejuice in an homage to a little film I like to call Home Alone. It's now Home Alone with Beetlejuice in it and ghosts. Oh my god. That's fantastic. God, Beetlejuice House Party is the greatest film of all time, I think. Oh, I just want to watch Beetlejuice, like, because you can do so much worse shit to Beetlejuice. Yeah! <laughs> you can really take him out. You can pop his head up like a rock'em sock'em. It's like, oh no, I fell down and I... Oh, no, why is this convenient iron spike here? My head's on a pike. Oh, God. This might be the worst day of my life. I really should have just went to a different house. I just, I can't believe all this is happening to me every day. Oh, no, the toilet's attacking. Uh, (laughs) The toilet's coming after me. Oh, God. Oh, so, Blakey T, it's been an episode. We made Rebel Daddies and Beetlejuice House Party. But we got to end the show with a little whoop
shot of positivity, which leads oh me, no, which leads me to ask, what was awesome this week? Hey, buddy, what was awesome this week? Oh, oh, mine's a tale. <laughs> Mine is a fucking tale, Blake Tanner. Because what was uh, we've we've heard a little bit of it. Oh wait, what do you what do you think it is? Because it's de- I've not brought it up on the show yet. Oh, you mean it has nothing to do with Gatlinburg at all? It has nothing to do with Gatlinburg. It has a lot oh. to do with what I did the night before Gatlinburg, which was February 14th, colloquially known as Valentine's Day. Oh, no. Can can we talk about this on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, my favorite thing this week, and it's something that I've done on Fight Boys as well, but my favorite, my awesome thing this week is just Fucking with corporate Twitter accounts. Oh, yep. Because Shaboy on Valentine's Day sent out, Hey, at Smash Mouth, will you be my Valentine? Then followed that up with, Hey, The Rock, will you be my Valentine? Hey, Guy Fieri, will you be my zesty Valentine? And then, after a while, I think Guy Fieri's what triggered it. I just started tweeting, at every fucking fast food account I could find, will they be my Valentine? Well, did you did you save Wendy's for last? Because you know they're gonna respond at Wendy's. That's what I thought, but <laughs> Wendy's left me alone. I got rejected by Wendy's. Essentially, I was setting up a race to see who what fast food account would be the first to respond. Um, the first. Would you like to guess? Uh, of all the, they were all around this area, fast food restaurants. Okay, the first one to respond, it, I'm gonna say, I'm thinking, was it Arby's? It was not, I don't even know if I tweeted Arby's. I will you not s- tweet Arby's? I, I will. They s- got good roast beef. <laughs> they do got, I've got the meat. Um, but I will say, it's actually a restaurant that I fucking love, and it's Pizza Hut. <laughs> Thank you, yes! Pizza Hut, who said, tell me if this sounds cheesy, but I think you're great. And I was like, okay, you. Oh. I was like, Pizza Hut won, everyone else can calm down, we're good. It's like, hey, Wendy's, I know we talked about you a lot last week, but now you suck. Well, when- Pizza the Hut got me back. Pizza the Hut is not the person who's going to be next in this story. Oh, no. A little company by the name of Checkers slash Rallies responded. Oh. Which, by the way, Checkers and Rallies, a combined Twitter account. It's like that weird friend you have who has a shared Facebook with his wife. Uh, It's like like Hardee's and Carl's Jr. They're the same thing. Yeah. Just on different coasts. Yeah. So I said, hey, Checkers Rallies, will you be, will you both be my Valentine? Because they're both on the same account. They reply, yes, hyphen, no. Wait, wait, which of you said yes? Was it Rallies or Checkers? Which point they respond, yes. It appears you've beaten me at my own game here. <laughs> then they said, to be fair, I play it professionally. And then sent the french fry emoji shrugging. <laughs> is it us? I love it. Yeah. Uh, they just yesed you. I don't. The internet calls it something, but I've been doing it for years now, so it's my thing. Yeah. But when you, 
<laughs> then I when said, some... I replied back, God, I want you more than ever right now. And then they sent the gif of Han Solo saying, I know. And uh, mm. then your boy, your boy said, also, since I got you here anyways, can I get a free chocolate shake? I love those, those ding-dang things. Uh, they didn't reply to that. Oh, ouch. Well, no, no, no. That's because a secondary conversation began to happen with with a company that also now follows me on Twitter. And Blake Tanner, if you like this company, you might be a redneck because it's Golden Corral. Fuck my life. What? Uh, Hey, Golden Corral, will you be my valentine? Sure. And then at which point I said, okay, this is awkward, but Checkers and Pizza Hut are already pretty set in being my valentine, so sorry, but we could stay friends. Tell Jeff Foxworthy I'm sorry. At which point, (laughs) fucking Checkers comes back. Did they see what you were doing with Golden Corral? Did they see you straying from the path? <laughs> well, no, I said, Checkers and Pizza Hut are already my valentine, so I cannot be your valentine, Golden Corral. Pretty set? Pretty set? I don't see a valentine's ring on it. Also, sup. <laughs> then they said, also, sup, Golden. <laughs> like, just casually talking to Golden Corral. <clears throat> you know that the people that they have running these accounts are like... Just kind of us incarnate, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not only that, this person and me be- developed a friendship. Uh, I- I'm just going to read the whole conversation at this point. I don't see a Valentine ring on it. You don't sell onion rings. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> oh, so this is my fault? I just wanted a free milkshake. Golden Corral at least followed me. So, you just gotta tell me what other brands are doing to you, and also, you just wanted something out of me? No, that's not what I meant. I'm sorry, I just... I love your shakes. You make the best shakes. They're even better than Steak and Shake. What? Which then uh, also led to Steak and Shake replying... (laughs) Uh, you at Steak and Shake, right? I did. Steak and Shake replied saying, how dare you? In a gif of Karen from Will and Grace slapping someone. Do any of them follow us right now because we need that. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Here, hold on a second. Let me see. Uh, I want to see if I can find the rest of... Because that's not everything that happened. Because after I said you have the best shakes, Checkers then replied, mm-hmm. Keep going. I, I was just acting out of heart. I didn't expect Golden Corral to just come along with their buffet specials and Jeff Foxworthy commercials. But the only Hold one, on. okay, honey, they're using you. <laughs> they, they're just using you for their fast food dynamic. Yeah, but the only buffet I care about now is the buffet of love that I have for your shakes. At which point, fifty ellipses. <laughs> Just taking up the whole screen. Fine. So where do we go from here? See? It's not free if I make you work for it. Slide <laughs> into my DMs. I... And from that, Blake Tanner, Chaboy got some free fucking checkers fries. Jesus Christ. Yeah, baby! Do you live near a checkers? 
It's close. It's, I'm like 10 minutes away from a checkers, I think. Okay. Okay, that's fine. Oh, it was so good. That was an epic. I'm glad you saved that. Yes, I was very for, proud of it when it was happening. For an extra eight minutes on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. But what was awesome in your life this week, buddy? You know, something that was awesome in my life, I didn't have as much time this week um, to actually make dinner like I like doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I stopped by one of my favorite fast food places just to get a quick bite. Because... You didn't mention them at all in your tirade, but I think that they need they need to be called out for a little something something okay. about the fact that how great they are. And that's Burger King. The BK, oh, the king himself. Oh, the king was like the second person I messaged, I think, asking to be my Valentine. Well, he just didn't say anything. After last week, we 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 know the king's dead, but still. <laughs> yeah. Um no, there's something that I've known for a long time now, but I think that everyone else should know, is that Burger King's Zesty Sauce is a fantastic horseradish-like sauce Yeah, that if you get it in combination with their onion rings, you will have the closest experience to a bloomin' onion at the Outback Steakhouse that you could ever get in a fast food setting. Oh, that excites me a lot. I've never tried the zesty sauce. I will say, when they had the flaming Hot Mac and Fritos, mm-hmm. that was my shit for a while there. <laughs> I really enjoyed those. Uh, what's your What's your go-to order? Do you have a go-to order for the BK? I actually do, which is great because it actually, it recently came back. Oh. Um, this, is, this goes back to a little story that I wanted to tell. Um, when I was young, like... In high school, I'd say like ninth or tenth grade. Yeah, I was in a uh, a theater production that was in Birmingham, which is about thirty minutes away from where I live. So I was always car. I in the early days of it, carting, being carted back by my parents or carting myself back and forth to Birmingham every night in high school, which is thirty minutes back and forth. My favorite go to like dinner stop after that was going to Burger King. Getting an order of their chicken fingers, getting an order of onion rings alongside that, and that zesty sauce. Okay. Because that zesty sauce with the onion rings is the best thing that I've experienced in a long time from fast food. Okay. See, with me, I'm, I'm a little bit more plain. I think they've taken this off the menu, but did you ever have the rodeo burger? I remember the rodeo burger. It's yeah. fucking good. It's onion rings, barbecue sauce, which is you know your boy's favorite. Um, beef and then I think cheese and bacon. You can upgrade to. Mm-hmm. There's just some, there's a smell about Burger King that get, activates like a primal beef eater <laughs> feeling. God, I know that smell. Yeah, that's that good shit, baby. Uh, I will say, um, while like. They removed their chicken fingers a few years ago, and they only recently added it back, like in the last year, year and a half. Yeah. Um, and I've been so happy, but since then, they added chicken fries back as a permanent fixture. Chicken fries, fantastic. Did you ever have the jalapeno chicken fries? Oh, hell oh, yeah, I did. Mm. Okay, now it's just becoming two slightly intoxicated men wanting to go to Burger King, so I think we should call oh. it. So, Blake Tanner, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at Blake A. Tanner on Twitter. 
You can find me at the Darkroom Vidya on YouTube. I keep saying this every week, and one day Josh will actually upload it, but we've been doing a D&D podcast that we're going to upload on um, normal podcast feeds and on YouTube on the Darkroom Vidya. That's D-A-R-K-R-O-O-M-V-I-D-Y-A. Damn it. And you can find me at the Rebel Dad. <laughs> At Scotty Mo, S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Buy all my books on Amazon. Just look up Scotty Moore and you can find it. And, of course, go to a load of purebs.com. Check out all the other shows, Fun Fiction, Fight Boys, Opposite Attractions. They're all available out there for you, ladies and gentlemen. And then, of course, remember, support us on Patreon. Support us by picking up merch. But most importantly, just support us by giving us feedback on the app. Whether it be on YouTube, you can leave a comment, leave a rating, subscribe. Or on iTunes, leave us a rating there. Any way to get us some feedback, it would be awesome to hear from you guys, ladies and gentlemen. But until next time, remember to find Blake and me on Twitter at a load mm-hmm. of pure BS. Except no substitutes, bitches, because we hey, will see wait, you. Stop, stop. Thanks to Tom McGuire and the Brass Holes for our theme song, Ric Flair. What's, what's, Thanks, Tom. Where's that from? What album is that from? From the... Tom McGuire and the Brassers. <laughs> is it bad? Because I keep seeing pictures of him in uh, fucking New Orleans that I'm just like, it's only a six-hour drive, Tom! <laughs> Come see us, Tom! <laughs> it's just like, oh. Hey, what do you guys have there? You got anything in Birmingham? No. We got, we got food. We got fo- we got a lot of food, Tom. You think we can... You want food. <laughs> you think we can convince him to drive three hours to Mississippi, we drive three hours to Mississippi, and we go gambling? That's probably the best that we got. That's the best we got, ladies and gentlemen. But of course, as I was saying, Blake and I, we're on Twitter, at a load of pure BS, except no substitutes, because we will see you next week. Wake up!